Hey guys, who wants to participate in a fun drive? Dude, I'm in. Where are we going? Nowhere. I said fun drive. KUCI is having its fall fun drive October 27th through November 7th. I'll skip. I'm in, but whose car are we taking? I said fund drive. You make a pledge by calling 949-824-KUCI or going online at KUCI.org. That's still cool. I'm still in for the fun drive. Fund drive. Fun drive. Dude, that's what I said. Fund drive. October 27th through November 7th. I'll go online to KUCI.org. Fun drive. No, fun drive. I know, I know. Cool CDs, tickets, KUCI swag, gift certificates, and other premiums will be offered to donors as a thank you. Finally. Now who wants to go on a fun drive? My smartphone doesn't have a KUCI app. Call 949-824-5824 from October 27th through November 7th. And did I say you can get a cool CD, ticket, KUCI swag, gift certificates, and other premiums? Fun drive. Fun drive. Fun drive. I've got the gas money. This promo was created by, who was it created by? Oh yeah, me, Anthony Macaranis, Purchasing Coordinator for UCI's Child Family Comprehensive Cancer Center. Fun drive, all right, that's coming up 10 o'clock. And uh, they also didn't mention, you could uh, have a chance to sit in on a show here at KUCI with a $100 pledge. Uh, we have uh, some amazing premiums. We've got tickets and T-shirts and CDs and all kinds of great stuff. So starting at 10 o'clock through November 7th is our fall fun drive. All right, um, I have another very special guest who's standing by. Uh, joining me is matchmaker, dating coach, Julia Bendis. She's going to talk about her business, Match by Julia, and how her traditional approach to dating has brought love to a lot of lives and gotten them out of that dating funk. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Julia Bendis. Hi, Julia. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, I'm so glad to have you on the show. I was so intrigued. A friend of mine, Gina, <laughs> mentioned that you uh, you do this, Match by Julia, and I thought, oh, wow, a traditional approach instead of what's going on today, which is like a nightmare to so many. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the problem with technology. It's a great thing, and it's also a really bad thing. Oh, yeah. A friend yeah. of mine, we, we talked about this offline, shared a story about how somebody judged her and said, you know, she looked not thin or overweight or whatever it was. And it's like, people are so nasty. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And the worst part about it is that you really don't know who you're meeting. Right. Just like everyone sends me their pictures. And most of the times when, when I meet with them, they don't even look like their picture. That's true. So you really don't know, and you're spending hours and hours and hours on there looking at profiles and, you know, distinguishing one from the other. Is this one good? Is this one bad? And you really, it's all behind the computer. There's no more in-person interaction. I think we've lost the um, personal touch because of technology. That's been the real big negative where people aren't doing the one-on-one -on -one getting together, having coffee. They judge from that little picture. Right. It's pictures and it's your profile, and you can write whatever you want on your profile. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. There's right. nothing like sitting down with someone and getting to know them, which is what I do. It, it's completely different. Right. So people just don't get that anymore, and they pass by some wonderful people because they may have said something that they didn't quite agree with in their profile or said too much, or said too little. Yes. And their picture, you know, he might not look as great in the picture. Right. Or 
You know, it's it's not right. And as much as I love technology, but it is also hurting people that are dating. Yes. In my opinion. How did you get involved in doing this for a living? You know what? I was doing this my whole life. I was doing this before I was married. I was doing this as a teenager. It's just something that's always been in me. All the women in my family has been in one way or another matchmaking, always bringing Mm -hmm. people together. And my grandma did it for me. I can't say that she did a great job of it. She would set me up with men that were in their 40s when I was 20. Oh, no. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> but, um, but they all did it. And, you know, just the other day, my mom was counting how many marriages she's had because of her. And obviously, back in the day in, in Russia, you know, this was not official. Yes. But um, it's part of our culture. Mm-hmm. And I was spending more time getting people together and putting, you know, matching everyone than I was doing anything else, any other jobs. So this was, you know, I live for this. I wake up at 2 in the morning going, oh, my God, I got it. I know who I have for her or him. (laughs) Is it people that you would meet, um, you know, being out during your day or somebody, you know, through people? How how are you making these connections? Oh, yeah. I mean, I walk up to strangers on the street if, if I see someone that, you know, doesn't have a wedding ring, someone that fits a profile of mm-hmm. maybe what my my current client might be interested in. I just walk up to them on the street and, you know, ask them if they're single. Although my husband pointed out that I probably should, you know, tell them who I am exactly. or what I do first. Hi, are you single? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, most people are very approachable. Most people are fine with it. And, you know, once in a while I get some people that tell me, oh, no, no, I want to meet someone organically. Right. Well, you're 40 years old, never been married, no kids. How's it going for you? I know, exactly. You know, so maybe it's time to try something different. Yeah. Or it's really not different. It's been, matchmaking has been in generations for, you know, thousands of years. So, well, maybe not thousands, hundreds, but it's what people did. Uh Uh, You know what I was sharing with you? I was living in Boston years ago before I met my husband. And, you know, dating can be such a nightmare. I mean, you just... There's so many different personalities, and, and you, you want to meet somebody. And, and a lot of times when you want to meet somebody, you're not going to meet somebody. But when you least expect it and you just relax and you're yourself, it happens. Right, and that's the thing. And the biggest thing I tell people is be realistic and be open-minded. You know, you don't carry around this two-page list of must that your partner should have. Right. Because most of the times you're not going to find that. There's no hundred percent of anything or anyone. You're not going to find that six foot three, blonde, blue eyes, perfect husband, perfect father, perfect this, perfect provider. You you have to let go of some of these lists. Yes. You know, he may not be six foot two. He may be five ten right. and a wonderful guy. Right. And the same goes for women. So as long as you're realistic. And you're open-minded, and most importantly, you trust me as a professional that if I tell you I have someone for you mm-hmm. and trust me on just meeting with him or her, you know, that's the biggest thing is just being open-minded to anything and anyone. And that exactly when you least expect it, it will happen. Right. Well, and the yeah. most important thing is the chemistry, you know. Right. Not how great-looking somebody is, but, you know, what's between their ears? And and is there a connection? And do you have, uh, you know, similar interests? And uh, because vanity is fleeting. 
Right. Well, and looks go mm-hmm. as well. You know, I, I, it's not, you want to be able to sit down and have a conversation with someone. Yes. You, know, you know, just sitting and staring at someone because they're attractive is only going to last you so long. Right. So you, you want to have both. You want to have physical chemistry, but you also want to have a mental connection and hobbies and interests that you both share. I completely disagree when people say opposites attract. I think opposites do not attract. (laughs) They may attract for a little while because it's exciting and it's someone new, someone different from you, but it's only going to get you so far. You're right. You know, in the end, you want your partner to have similar interests as you. You don't want to be the one going out on a Friday night because you want to go dancing and your partner just wants to curl up with a book. Mm -hmm. That's not going to last very long. So in the end, you want to have most of the things in common. I I also want to add that I I think it's really important that people don't settle. You know, some people say, well, I'm getting older, and they're not the perfect person, but, you know, I'm getting older, and I guess this is good enough. Well, for me personally, I remember being um, single in Boston and thinking I'd rather be alone than be with the wrong person. Right. Yeah, yes, of course, you don't want to settle, and I never would never push someone to go out with a person that they're just not attracted to in any way, and it's just not their fit. But at the same time, you don't want to wait too long and be looking for this 10, you know, this perfect 10, this perfect model Barbie or whoever it is you're looking for, and overlook some wonderful people because, you know, they may not be up to your standard. Yes. Not to say you've got to lower your standards, but you have to be realistic. It's, you know, just like... You know, some men that come to me in their mid-50s asking for a woman of childbearing age, Mm -hmm. that's just not going to happen. And I'm very, you know, selective about who I pick. I don't take everyone on. And if you come to me and you're telling me something like that, there's no way I'm going to take you on because you're not realistic. Right. You're not going to get there. You're not Hugh Hefner. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and if you want someone that wants you just for your money, sure, they're, they're out there. I'm not going to be the one to find them for you because I don't do that. Yes. I'm going to find you someone who will want you for you, not for your money. So tell, so. tell me about uh, how, what it's like working with Match by Julia. Well, it's, you know, it's my own thing. I'm still very small. Mm-hmm. I want to be small. That's part of the reason why I don't take on a lot of people. Because if I have to hire someone to help me, it's just not going to be the same service. And honestly, I don't believe you can teach someone how to have an intuition about who belongs with who. I don't think it's something I can explain to someone. It's just something I feel when I meet someone, and in my mind, I automatically start thinking about who would be a great partner for them. That's great. So it's... It's just this feeling that I can't even explain that, you know, most of the times I'm right, especially if they will listen to me and go out with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just know. give it a chance. Just right. nothing to lose. Just go out at least once. Exactly. And you don't have to make it a long three-hour dinner. Mm-hmm. It's just coffee or a drink or even just going for a walk. It's, it doesn't have to be long and painful. That's know? great. Now, you actually have clients ranging in ages from 23 to 84? Right. My youngest client was 23, which is a little bit on the young end, Mm -hmm. but he was very mature. He was kind of an old soul. And, um, but usually I will not help anyone under 25 because you're not really ready. Right. 
for something serious. So, and I'm I'm not just going to bring you people to date. So, you know, every week it's you got to be ready. And my oldest one was 84, I believe he's 85 now. Aww. And you know, people need love. Your your wife passes away, your spouse passes away, you get a divorce, and you're older, everybody needs a partner. Mm-hmm. They, they may never get married again, but it doesn't mean that they can't have someone till the end of their life. So I don't turn people away just based on their age. Was it hard finding somebody for your 84-year-old client? No, it actually wasn't. There's a, a, a big um, you know, community. There's a lot of people that are older that have lost their spouses in Orange County that are very active mm-hmm. mentally and physically, and they're still out there, and they don't want to just sit around at home and be alone. And they want to date. They want to go out, and they want to have someone to share those things with. So they're out there. There's a lot of them. That's great. Yeah. Now, the theme of the show is get the funk out. So right. obviously, man, when you're in a dating funk, there's nothing worse. Do you have advice for people that are going through this? Well, number one is being realistic and getting rid of that list. That's the biggest thing I can tell people. And trying something different. If all you've been doing is online dating, do something else. Go to one of the meetups and do some hiking or biking with other singles. There's mm-hmm. so many things you can do. Or try a matchmaker. Why not? What do you have to lose? Or try going to a singles event, for instance, like I'm having November 13th. Oh, yeah, where is it's that? Tell me about specifically that. specifically for Orange County singles because there's nothing to do in Orange County. Mm-hmm. It's going to be November 13th on Thursday from 6.30 to 8.30 at Hacienda on the Lake in Mission Viejo. It used to be called Tortilla Flats. They completely renovated it. It's gorgeous, overlooking the lake. We're going to have live music, drinks, food, mingle. I'll be there to introduce people. And it's something different. You've got to get out of your comfort zone. Yes. You've got to just get out there. You can't sit behind your computer constantly thinking this is how you're going to meet someone. I know. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It really doesn't because people that come to me have tried all of that, and Mm -hmm. most of them end up coming to me and giving me a list of online dating sites they have tried. Really? Yeah. And (laughs) a lot of people get conned out of money, which I don't know how that happens anymore, but it's scary out there. People posing as someone else when they're really not, and Somehow, you know, it just, the technology is great, but I just don't think it works for online dating. Mm -hmm. I remember being um, a student at Syracuse University Mm -hmm. and being out with my friends and somebody told me that they were in law school and it ended up to be a big lie. Uh, Thank goodness their roommate told me, but um, he was actually a uh, student at a high school. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I haven't heard that one before. He was such a con man, you know, I mean, yeah. There you go. Someone told you you had to have known them. If you meet this person online, you may go for six months to a year without finding out unless you somehow run into their family or friends, or how would you know? That's exactly it. Nobody does background checks, and that's the other thing is I do offer background checks, criminal checks. It's, uh, it's, It's a scary world out there now, so this is why I do all the work for you that you don't have to sit there and scour through hundreds of profile ads. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very tough to know who's real and who's not. Now, you're also writing a self-help book. Can you talk about that? I am. I'm writing a book specifically for men oh. because this has been something that I've noticed for years. I've had an issue with men. You know, there's 
hundreds of books for women. There's health self-help books for women on how to find the guy, how to meet the guy, how to keep the guy, how to marry the guy, all of that. There's so much for women. There's nothing out there for men. Just who, who, how do they meet, how do they know how to meet the right person? How do they know how to date? Who teaches you besides your parents or your mom sitting you down and explaining about women? And what they like in every way. Who teaches you about that? You know, how to put your best foot forward, how to dress, what to say on a first date, what not to say on a first date, you know, texting versus picking up the phone and calling. Yes. So it's a very step-by-step book. It's not to put anyone down. It's to help them, to help them get past that slump. Because men, what men tend to do when they're single is throw themselves into work. Uh And they put their love and they put having a partner on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Women are very proactive about meeting people. Men, on the other hand, is completely the opposite. They'll just throw themselves into being with friends, work, working out, and they will stay single for a long time. At least this is what I find. So this book will help to kind of get out of that funk, you know, get out of that mode of just doing the routine, going on bad dates, doing the wrong thing over and over again without someone telling him, well, you know what, maybe if you didn't wear that shirt with a stain on it, you'd get the second date. (laughs) Or if you would have combed your hair a little bit or not worn those jeans with holes in them. Or open the door. I mean, and I have a terrible story which my husband hates when I bring him into this but we had a horrible first date absolutely the worst tell me what happened um well i was 21 i just turned 21 Mm -hmm. my grandma and my mom got together and they thought i wasn't dating quality jewish men at 21 so they put my glamour shots pictures don't know if you remember those um in a jcc ad it was the jewish community center um, magazine or newspaper that came out (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, they just started their singles thing. It was yeah. a book for girls and yeah. a book for guys. So you would walk in physically, look through the book, oh look at the pictures, the profile, and then you have to give him permission to call you. So apparently he did the same thing, but he's 11 years older than me. You know, he the, the funny thing is he saw me, I saw him, and we mm-hmm. both requested each other on the same day without knowing. Oh, funny. But we go on the first date. I remember it was TJ Fridays, mm-hmm. and he was so nervous. First of all, he got lost, Aww. so he was late already. So right in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is it. Right. You know, we're done. He's late. Forget it. He's late. <laughs> yeah, he comes in. I'm living with my parents. My dad offers him to come in, sit down, have dinner with us, of course. You know, come on. Oh, that's you comfortable. Know. That's Ju- really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Julia's mom made soup. Come eat. Oh, goes, no. no, no, we're going to dinner. No, come eat. You know, this is just how Russians do it. Okay. And then... So he forgot to open the car door for me. Oh, he no. didn't open the restaurant door. I believe I opened it. I made some sarcastic remark. Oh, no, no, let me get the door for you. <laughs> he made some stupid remark about pain. And then it was it was really everything you could think of. He was so nervous. I oh, could no. physically see him sweating. <laughs> and I didn't talk to him for a month. And he kept trying and trying. He sent me cards. He sent me chocolates. He sent me teddy bears that I fed to my dog. <laughs> but... I finally, I told, I remember I told, he kept calling and he wouldn't stop. And uh-huh. I told him, look, do, you got to stop calling. It's not going to happen. He said, tell me what I did wrong. I really want to know because I'm 32 years old and I'm still single. Clearly I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's when I unleashed it. And I told him everything he did wrong. He Aww. felt so bad. 
and begged me to try again. And you know what he why he did all those things? Why? Not only was he nervous, but he said, I saw women are such feminists these days. Oh. They hate it when men open doors for them. Oh. I've had women get mad at me for wanting to buy them a drink. Really? I thought this is what women want. Oh. Wrong. Yeah. No, we want you to open those doors for us. Yes. <laughs> and as a man, you should pay, especially on the first date. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, it depends. You know, everybody has their own rule book, you know, what they like, what they don't like. But I'm right there with you. Right. Yeah. You still want to feel like a lady. So what happened? And so you went on the second date and everything was great? We did. We did. And, you know, everything changed. And we yeah. were inseparable from then on. And it, this summer is going to be 17 years that we've been Aww. married. That's wonderful. And, yeah, we have two boys. It's It's been, you know... you. Sometimes you do have to give a, a person another chance. And sometimes you really just have to explain to them what they did and not yes. just walk away. No, you do. You do. Because you're really not yourself on a first date. Right. You're not. I mean, I'm sure you had a good laugh on the second date. Oh, yeah. Oh, and he <laughs> kept apologizing. I mean, we still talk about it. Oh, that's cute. That you know, and so I ignored cute. him for a good month, and but he didn't give up. And that's the thing. That's the worst thing about people is if you felt any kind of connection and you just walk away because something was off mm -hmm. or you did something wrong and you're embarrassed that the other person did, you know, you, you may have met your match and you just walked away. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny. When I met my husband, I met him in a bookstore. Oh. And it was just by a chance meeting, I decided, you know, I think I'm going to get off the train, they call it the T, in Boston, <laughs> and get mm -hmm. a newspaper. And we, and I'm not going to go into the whole story. But basically, uh, when I went to leave, after talking to him for an hour, he said, no, you can't go. Aww. And, I, and I looked at him and I thought, wow, no one's ever said that to me before. Right. And, you know, sometimes you, you need to kind of pay attention to certain things. Um, to yeah. life, you know, because when you least expect it, things start happening. Well, and that's the thing, and I think men these days have stopped being assertive and proactive, mm -hmm. and they just kind of, oh, well, she's an independent woman. I'm just going to let it be. I'll let her call me. I'll let her text me. No, you're the man. Right. Be a man. We still want that. Women still want that. I mean, every day I have women that come to me and say, I want a man. I don't want a boy. I want a man that will call me and tell me how he feels and tell me he wants to see me and be proactive and not just sit back and wait for me to come up to him at a bar or restaurant or call me. You know, I mean, you got to call after the first date. No texting. Oh, and I that's stand one that. of my rules. Yeah. Yes. You do not text unless you're in a serious relationship and only if you're running late or you just have a quick little thing to say. Otherwise, things can be so misconstrued over text. Texting is so impersonal. Very, very. And so many relationship, relationships have been ruined because of text. I believe it. I believe because it. unless you pick up the phone and tell them exactly what you meant, you know, I completely misread text all the time, thinking someone's yelling at me when the, not at all. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it, you don't know the tone. You don't know what they're really trying to say. So, yeah. uh, you know, to, as, as great as technology is, I think it's also hurting our love life. And it's hurting dating and it's hurting people that, is, that are really trying to find a partner in life. I can just see it now. Someone sends a text. I had a good time last night, and the person's going, good? I thought it was yeah. great. Just what do you good? mean it was good? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's why after I set someone up, 
they both have to call me the next day and tell me everything, how oh, it went, what that. they liked, what they didn't. And the other person, you're never going to be in the dark of what happened. Is he going to call me? Does, yeah. Did he like me? Is he not going to call me? Ugh. You're always going to know where you stand. I don't like when people play games either. You know, oh, that's yeah. the game playing that, well, I'm not going to call him. I'm going to wait for him to call me, and and I'm not going to do this, and it, you know, and i got to play it cool. And it's like, just be real. Come on. Well, it's the thing. You're not in high school anymore. Right. You know, you at some point, you just have to... You have to be real, and you have to tell people what you want, what you don't want. And game playing is just wasting your time. Where is it going to get you? Yes. That person is going to get tired of you game playing and walk away and find somebody that doesn't That's right. play games. That's so, right. Julia, yeah. where can people find out more about you and the event you have coming up November 13th? My website is the best source of everything. It's matchbyjulia.com, and on under the events section is... All the events are coming up. The first one is November 13th. They have to RSVP. They get a discount if they RSVP uh, by the 10th. Uh, they get a free drink. We're going to do some fun things there, and it, it, the price goes up at the door. So the biggest thing is they have to RSVP so I can make sure there's a great ratio of, of men and women. Okay, and if people missed any part of this, this is up on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org, with all the links to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and your LinkedIn as well. All of that. Perfect. Okay, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Janine. Thank you for having me on. All right, and I look forward to seeing you. Thank you. Me too. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Julia Bendis calling in. Uh, She is a matchmaker and dating coach. Again, if you want more information, you can visit matchbyjulia.com to get out of your dating funk. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out, and I'll be back next week. Have a great Monday, everybody. (laughs) 